welcome to Authority Issues, a podcast about leadership management and not being able to plan for the future effectively. I'm Rachel Perkins, aka Pie or Pie Bob. I'm into words, operations, cheese, and whiskey, and of course, leadership. And I'm Kendall Miller, and I'm a hot mess. <laughs> Aw, maybe one of those things is true. I don't know. <laughs> you get to pick which one. Yeah, Aww. I think they might be both true. Good morning, um, Kendall. Yeah, good morning. So yeah, today we we don't have a guest. We're just going to be talking with ourselves as we often do, right, Rachel? Mm-hmm. That is right. Um, uh, yeah, and where do you even begin? It's it's been a few weeks since we last had a, a call with someone uh, for this for this podcast, and we have had a hard time. Uh, coming up with any kind of theme to discuss. <clears throat> yeah, it's because, even less about Well, go ahead. Oh, because it's you know, how do you, how do you even think about leadership right now? I mean, how can you think about anything but leadership right now? Uh both of those things are true, it seems like. The world is a yeah. big mess. Yeah, and I it it feels less like it's a problem to find guests and more like it's a problem to find inertia to find guests. Uh, mm-hmm. Having the energy to just go out and pavement pound to find the right people is uh, lacking. I hit I hit a wall last week. How 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 are you doing? Are you still coping? You moved. I'm- you've had you've had a lot of things happen. Yeah, I have had a lot of things happen. Um, we did buy a house, and we have spent the intervening time, uh, you know, nesting. I have a huge pile of deck furniture arriving in the mail at some point so I can sit outside and enjoy uh, my new home. But I also, I'm just like, well, what's the point even? Uh, I see see a lot of people uh, not acting safely, thinking that they're uh, somehow invulnerable or that uh, this isn't going to affect them, so why should I care kind of thing? And it makes it hard for me to see a way past that. How about, how about you? What 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 caused you to hit the wall? What did that look like? I think, um, gosh, there's, there's lots of things there. So part of it is expectations. Nobody's setting expectations for when this will change, how it'll change, when we go back, right? Like Colorado's gone from stay at home to safer at home, which makes no discernible difference to me that I can tell. Like there's, there's. Oh, really? There's no change in the rules. Yeah. I mean, I think a few stores are now open and you can go in if you have a mask on. Um, I, you know, there's, there's some things loosening, but, but to me, you know, a restaurant and a, you know, being able to go to a restaurant and buy a friend food is sort of the the marker of life having returned to normal. And we're a ways from that, uh, mm-hmm. at least right now. And, and I can't tell when it's going back. So what's happening is I'm realizing that I have a whole bunch of expectations, uh, that I didn't know I had, right. You know, about, oh, well, this will wrap up or, oh, things will improve around this time or, oh, I'll be able to get through this or that and and that all of my coping mechanisms that were working to get me through the beginning of this uh running like a crazy person making sure that i get out and eat delicious food talking with my neighbors regularly you know having some friends over to walk six feet away from each other that kind of thing was sufficient for the short term but not for the Mm -hmm. long term and i have not you know it's actually interesting i was talking to my brother recently and he's a he's a professor up in, you know, rural Washington state. Right. And, uh, 
he's living his best life. He's like, man, I'm home with my kids. I can mountain bike every day. You know, I'm still getting my research done, but I'm not expected to sit in class. So I just get outside all the time. I'm working on the yard. I'm, uh, you know, mountain biking all the time, all this stuff. And I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking miserable. <laughs> I, miss, I miss people. And, yeah. Uh, so he's less, he's way less extroverted than you is what you're saying. I mean, it, part of it is like where they are. There's like two cases, right, mm-hmm. in their county. And so like he can go sit on the street and talk to his neighbors and they try to be careful in case, you know, there's untested cases and such, but they're just not, there's there's no concern around it because they're so, uh, you know, they're so far from the main epicenters of it that it's just not right. really much of a concern. And um, And for him, you know, just being able to go mountain bike every day is like, awesome right and and for me i definitely have gotten to the point where like exercise is the way i stay sane i'm not enjoying mm-hmm. the exercise for the sake of exercise and i need to change some of that i actually i went out last night and bought a mountain bike the exact same oh. one my brother has uh hoping <laughs> that like, i can live vicariously through uh, what's working <laughs> for you <laughs> <laughs> i mean it ended up being a little bit of a coincidence i was i was on my way to go pick it up uh having decided that this was probably the bike i was going to buy and i sent him a link and said hey can you look this over you know more about this than me and tell me what you think and he's like that's literally the same bike that's i have the- one I have. Uh, well, obviously so. your brothers. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So I'm trying to like, I've realized just in the last week, I really have to get into patterns that are sustainable. Uh, and, and a big part of that's just what's going on with my kids. Like I, I want them to do things that are fun and the pool is not going to open the summer. Right. No, no. And it better not really. That seems like the worst possible scenario. Uh, yeah. No. And like, so, you know, maybe we'll go camping and we don't normally camp a whole lot, but that's a thing that we could do that would get us out. And I think I probably need to take some vacation. You know, I've just been working nonstop because I don't, I don't know what to do if I take vacation. You know, it just feels yeah, like another weekend. Right. And like, but I think I probably need to for mental stability. I don't know. I, I have ups and downs, day, up and down days, but I've been in a not great space for a week or so. What about, yeah. what about you? Well, to some degree, I, I'm jealous that you have work to do. I, I mean, I've spent a lot of time setting up my house and it's pretty much there. And now it's just a matter of waiting for furniture to arrive in the mail so we can put the guest bed in and, you know, like the the final touches of this house. Uh, but now I'm I, I, I'm not doing anything. I, I don't yeah. really. Part of the situation is, uh, and, and you already know this, and, and anyone who is on the Rand Slack in our channel about the podcast knows my mother died. Uh, most likely of the coronavirus. She was in a nursing home in Arizona. Hadn't seen her in a couple of years. We weren't especially close. Uh, But we were emailing several times a week, um, right up until the point where she just stopped responding. Um, And it was pretty real for me before that. I uh, am one of the folks that is in a kind of a a weakened state. I'm more likely to catch the coronavirus if it is... um, if, if it's around me and I'm also more likely to get really sick and possibly die, I have uh, heart and lung issues. So uh, it's one thing that really, really struck me is that it was incredibly fast. My mom was uh, coherent and answering my email about, you know, where to put her curtains and, and various other things and talking to her about ebooks she was reading. And then two days later, she was not able to respond to me. And the two days after that, she was dead. So wow. when I, I don't think, I realized that you thought it was coronavirus related. I thought it was something else. So that's that, that, we don't wow, that has to bring it no. 
Yeah, we don't know, but it seems super likely there were several cases in her nursing home and this uh, the, um, I had just arranged for hospice care for her. Uh, she had a major pain medication issue. She was addicted to pain medication. And so it was very closely monitored for her. And, uh, the, the, um, the hospice care worker gave her a dose of pain medication at that time. And she, it was her opinion, 100% that this was coronavirus, but because they didn't test anybody, they don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm reasonably certain, like she's been sick off and on. She, she has, uh, lung problems. I have lung problems. Um, but so having that happen, uh, has made it super real for me, partly because I'm definitely more vulnerable than some, but, uh, partly it, it's seeing people go about their lives as though nothing is, nothing is wrong. It's seeing people, uh, walk around without yeah. a mask, um, at seeing people talk about going on vacation, going to Vegas, going to, I mean, Vegas is closed right now, I believe. <laughs> uh, yeah. DEFCON is canceled for, for real this time. No, seriously, actually DEFCON is canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the, for my world around me, I, I'm not seeing people take this seriously enough. I live in a tiny town. Um, I don't know where your brother lives in rural Washington, but I live up on the Quimper Peninsula. Um, about two hours away from Seattle. It's a very small town, 10,000 people, but it's the biggest town in this county. And as a result, the governor of Washington state has said, uh, counties with lower populations that have had not had very many cases, like this county, Jefferson County, yeah. uh, might be able to reopen, whatever that means, um, sooner yeah. than the rest of the state. And like that sounds reasonable on the surface because, well, we don't have a lot of cases. There's not a lot of people. There's not a lot of crowding here. But it also sounds like, you know, unless there's some way to prevent people from larger cities like Seattle coming here uh, as part of their summer vacation and bringing the virus to all of the older people who live in this community, uh, you know, I don't know. This seems like a really bad idea. Um, and people are yeah. talking about the 1918 flu, the the so-called Spanish flu, and how there was a major resurgence of it, resurgence of it after uh, many months of it being kind of, yeah. I don't see how yeah. that's not going to happen. So right. I worry about, you know, I worry about you and your mental health, but I worry about your physical health more. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I mean, and and I'm definitely in the boat of like, oh, I'm young and healthy and I'll probably be fine. And that's probably true. It's more about like, am I doing what's necessary to keep other people safe? Because, you know, there's some just huge percentage of people that are asymptomatic that spread it mm-hmm. without ever knowing they had it. And that's scary. And yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, I mean, I worry about my mental health too, because it's like, well, I, can I do this for two more months? Yeah. Can I do this for nine more months? Oh man, I don't know. Like, you know, that's why I'm saying it's time to change life. Yeah. And you were talking about earlier uh, about how it's, it's, it's harder because now, you know, you can't plan for the fall. You can't plan for the winter really. You want to, and some people are going ahead and doing that for their own mental health. But I don't, I don't think that's, you know, you should be ready to make to change your plans again later, right? We have a, we have plans to go yep. to New York and go to a wedding, and then uh, I had this video call with uh, with the in laws yesterday. No, Sunday. What day is it? It's Tuesday, right? <laughs> like, what day of the week is it? Uh, and <laughs> we had plans to go visit them at a timeshare in in Massachusetts. After that, in New York. And they're like, so should we cancel that? And I'm like, I think we will probably want to cancel that when the time comes, but let's hang on to it, you know, just as a, 
yeah. potential future plan. But yeah, this this ability, well, inability to plan for business and for your personal life, I expect. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, happening. and it's 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 sad that you know you're kind of sitting around hoping for a miracle. Like when a miracle is the uh, plan A, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. And you know, wow. I mean, people are working hard on lots of different things that could help. And uh, oh yeah, I your think what's hard. Oh, I mean, the company's working hard on it. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, we're we're trying to sponsor, you know, one of the distributed Bluetooth um, tracing apps that 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 is going to, you know, in theory, help get people back um, if we can really like I was reading a long Twitter thread last night about how Korea is handling it. And, you know, basically what this guy said is that South Korea, for clarity, um, it, he's saying they are so rigorous in testing that they know exactly who has it and exactly who's been exposed. So they know exactly how to respond. And in America, because we have such bad testing and uh, you know, we, we've been so slow to get to the process, we don't know who has it. And so we have to act as though everyone has it or anyone has it. And therefore we have to behave differently as a society. And, and I, I am seeing that like, you, you know, you're every, person you see or uh path you cross is like well that person could have it could spread it um yeah going to the grocery you know, store is an adventure yeah well and then yeah. there's the you know an hour south of denver over the weekend uh a restaurant opened its doors for mother's day and 150 what? people went and you know completely crammed the thing well it's you go south of denver you get close okay, to colorado springs it gets very conservative i'm sorry i mean it's it's like what's ridiculous about it is, you Let's know, even these, these protests. Her. Well, these protests, yeah, right. They, I mean, these protests where like people turn out and seventy-five of them get sick. Well, if none of them die, they, they learn exactly the lesson they wanted to learn, which was, you know, we should just get sick and get over it. And you know, who knows? Like, and right. Uh, that's what's hard about all of it too. And and I definitely get like your response. You've had somebody directly affected by this. And I think we all are going to, uh, but uh, because we're slowing it down, it's going to be a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's sort of, <laughs> it's kind of like the idea that the country as a whole needs a revolution to clean up the problems that it has. This is, this is not the kind of revolution that I was thinking of, uh, but it might kill just yeah. as many people, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, I still hope that this is the kind of thing that just brings everybody together and makes us all feel like, hey, we're all one, you know, we're all humans. Uh, we should just love and have patience for each other. And, and maybe it will kick back our strong nationalistic streak slightly, but uh, uh, who knows? I don't know, man. So you, you, yeah. one of the things that we, we were just talking about is this idea. And this is a thing that I do a lot when I'm uh, not sure about what I want to do in the future. Um, is, is making plans for something fun to do in the future so you have something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. Are you, how are you working with that? Are you, you're talking about, you know, the pool's closed all summer, maybe you'll go camping. Are you making larger plans for yourself and larger plans for your team at work? Is there a way you can do that? Does it help even if you know that you uh, can't rely on these plans to pan out? Um, well, I'll address the, the personal part first. I mean, we do a regular trip to a beach in Florida, right? Every summer. And we did go book that. And that's because the cancellation policy is such that if the beaches are closed, if it's not going to be safe, we can 
cancel it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida looks like maybe the beaches aren't going to be closed no matter what. Um, this place is isolated enough. It's not, uh, you know, there's a lot of places where you go and it's a big public beach and there's lots and lots and lots of people. This is mm-hmm. not that. It's it's uh, it's between two very large public beaches, but you got to go a half mile in each direction. Um, and otherwise, it's just the people who stay in this apartment complex and it's not usually very, you know, you're at least 12 feet from the next person probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that's enough. Maybe that's just enough mixing it up that we can go do that. We can drive there safely. We can do that safely as a family. We can sit on a beach and it's a thing that mixes up the summer. It's also months away. And Mm -hmm. like, who knows what it's going to be like in months, uh, whether we'll feel comfortable doing that or not. Who knows um, if the situation will change. Having a thing on the calendar feels way better. I mean, we had, we had a plan to go to Belize this summer. I think I've I've shared with you. Yeah. Well, so my wife uh, just finished grad school after four years of going. Right. And we have four kids. So this was no small feat working uh, part time to do this for, yeah, for four years. Mm -hmm. And, and we, our 15th anniversary is in November this year. And so it was like, this is going to be a big celebration. We're going to finally leave the kids behind, go for a while, go do something just us. And we had to cancel that. I mean, we canceled that pretty early on because uh, international travels definitely, you know, no. off the, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, even we know people that have, right. We know people that have flown to these countries and gotten stuck. I mean, we have a, <clears throat> we have an engineer that's stuck in a country that's not his home. Uh, and, you know, cause he kind of nomads around and the borders are closed and they can't leave. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's, you know, Yes, having something on the calendar is exciting. It's a thing to look forward to. I'm trying to figure out how to – I heard this thing about how a lot of people are kind of storing up their excitement for that one great day where we can all flock the streets and this will be over and we can celebrate and like it's not going to – it's not going to happen that way, right? Like we need to find ways to celebrate things now, to do things that we delight in now. And that's, that's what I'm saying is, is I'm just finally getting to a point where I'm realizing like, I got to settle into this for the long haul. And that means I got to change a number of the things that I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, you need and, to make some new habits. Right. Right. And you know, at the beginning of this, I was like, you know what, this is hard. I'm going to give myself permission to drink a little bit more. Well, I don't really want to do that long-term, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's those kinds of things too, where it's like, Oh no, this is just life. This is not a thing that I'm just going to, you know, get through in a month or two. Um, and yeah, the monotony it, is killing me. So what, uh, so it, what I need to change about, you know, my behaviors in order to weather this in a, in a, in a sane way is I need to get more exercise. For a little while, I was, you know, trying to, I was doing a thousand kettlebell swings in April and I kind of got to, I was getting there and then my mom died and it all kind of went off the rails. I'm not an exercise person. I'm not like you. I don't get a lot of joy out of doing it in general. It's just not fun for me. It's boring. So I just don't do it. But Mm -hmm. as a result, I feel worse. You know, I should, I would feel physically better if I did exercise on the regular but all of this is like I don't want to leave my house. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to do anything. Yeah. Uh, I I need to get out of. I'm, I don't feel like I'm afraid. I just feel like there's no point. It's a difference. And yeah, I'm trying well, to figure and, out and a way past that. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I so so I see it in my oldest daughter who is really 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 lonely and just wants a friend, mm-hmm. and has a few friends who'd probably be willing to come over and hang out a little bit. Right. And, uh, but, but can't make that decision. Like, no, I just need to feel miserable. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and, and I identify with that cause I'm a little bit like everything's terrible 
and I don't want to do anything about it. I just want to feel terrible for a while. And, uh, and that's not helping. Um, but well, yeah, you I don't know give what yourself permission to feel terrible for a little while. Like it, sure. just give yourself a time limit. Like, okay, I'm going to feel shitty about this for the next 30 minutes. Can to get my grumps yeah. out? And then move on to trying to make a plan to fix this. Yeah. Don't not let yourself feel it. Right. Right. I mean, I think some of it is figuring out ways to see people, even if it's at a distance, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, like, like going to a restaurant, meeting a friend at the restaurant and sitting in the parking lot away from each other and eating a meal and having a conversation. Yeah. Uh, I did did that yesterday and like, oh my gosh, all I want in the world is to hug a friend. And so it's like still hard, but it's still something like it's, it's way better than nothing. Um, And uh, I need to get more in the habit of that. I also need to, I need to do the extra, like, like you're talking about with exercise that you don't enjoy. It's monotonous and boring. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of exercise that's that way for me. There's a few things that I really delight in. And for me, that's like being on the road is never fun for me. Running on the road, biking on the road, just I, I hate it. But being on dirt makes me really, really happy. Like just being in a mountain somewhere is is delightful for me. So I've been running a lot on trails that do bring me delight. That helps. Now adding the bike into that can can give me more days a week that I can do those things. Um, but yeah, I'm I don't know that I have a good plan yet. I keep hearing people who are like, oh, we watch movies in the morning and then we watch movies in the evening and we have these things to look forward to. And, uh, uh-huh. Well, we are doing stuff, my husband and I, we're, we're yeah. watching, you know, we, we are fans of terrible, good movies or good, terrible movies, you know, things like ice pirates, ice pirates is my kind of like, this is the, a, a good example of a terrible, but awesome movie. Uh, so we've been mm-hmm. watching, we watched all of the, um, the Riddick movies, um, and we're simul watching them on the chat with some friends. So that's helpful. We're like, kind of watching them together. And I think uh, Netflix has a whole like movie watch simul watch setup where you all start at the same time. Our biggest problem is getting everyone lined up, uh, especially if someone has really? torrented the movie, they have a different version of it or I do a countdown. I know Netflix. But- how, does, how does that work? I don't know. We haven't used the Netflix one. We we were all just doing it in Slack and saying, "Hey, start at the oh, frame okay. where this is happening and go." Uh, yeah. But yeah, apparently the Netflix thing is cool. I would just go look it up if you have Netflix. Hmm. Uh, but that's a way to get together with people is to simul watch on chat with them uh, various yeah. movies. And of course, uh, you're not much of a video gamer as far as I remember, but we're playing Animal Crossing. Everyone is playing Animal Crossing. I was finally convinced yep. to make a character instead of just, you know, backseat driving all of the chores uh, for my husband's character. Well, so you have a Switch that you're playing it on? You're not doing... So I downloaded, like, Pocket Camp or whatever, which is the iPhone version. And oh, I don't know anything about that one. It's less full-featured. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a similar idea, but you're building a camp instead of a whole island, and there's way less things to click on and do and interact with, but it's still... I think it's the same idea. You're still customizing things. And, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Building a, a place for people to hang out. Yeah, there's it's it's kind of ridiculous. It's like uh uh you you have to go into debt and you have to make money to pay off your house. I'm like, "Wait a minute. We're we're doing this in real <laughs> life right now. We're setting up our house, we're paying off our home. We're <laughs> like it's uh <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> to me that I enjoy it, but it's so freaking cute." And planting yeah, the flowers and crossbreeding them is everything. That and all the clothes. The clothes that you can yeah, dress yourselves up in. 
They've so, figured out how to recreate Second Life, but instead of it being the exact same thing that you did, uh, you know, like like what you did you watch The Office? Remember when Dwight is a paper salesman in Second Life? No, uh, but okay, I cannot well, handle that show. <laughs> <laughs> well, this sounds like they've they've recreated the same idea but made it cute, right? So yeah. like, yes, this is the same thing as my life, but everything about it's delightful, and that maybe that's what the attraction is right now is like, oh, well, I can go do similar things that I would normally do, but it's all delightful with delightful music and. Yep. cute little characters and instead of being miserable in my real life i get to escape a little bit which is it's important. astounding how many people are playing this game as like people who don't normally video game at all and yeah it is it is like a projection of the life you want to have um it's yeah it's pretty glorious <laughs> so if you haven't you know what's, what's it, funny <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have a switch and I don't yeah. probably intend to get one anytime soon. Like we're we're not, you know, I'm a just shut up kids and go outside kind of dad, right? Like go, go, totally go play. Are. They get uh they get a they get a little bit of television time uh every weekend, sometimes during the week. I mean, we're pretty strict about most of it to be perfectly honest. Um and you know, there's times where I wonder if I should lax that right now. Like if there's ever a time to play video games, it's right now. But um, mm-hmm. you know, there's not much to do anyways. But um it does make me think about my escapism, which like one thing I like to escape to is my book. And I'm not particularly enjoying my book right now. And that makes me wonder if I should just put my book down. It's been like two weeks where I'm like, uh, maybe I'll get through this and it'll get better. But what uh, are you reading? What are you reading? I'm reading another Carl Hyacin book. Uh, I don't remember what the name of it is, but it's just oh, not as fun as much. Yeah, most of them are, well, and they're not necessarily like about the beach, but they take place in Florida usually. And, and uh, you know, it's it tends to be happy, interesting places. Um, and this particular story just seems to drone on and is making me less happy. Maybe in normal times, I wouldn't be bothered by it as much, but it's not quite as exciting of an escape as normal. Um, yeah, I'm, but, I'm not super yeah. into the book I'm reading right now either. Um, and it took me a long time in my, I mean, I read a lot or have historically read a lot. Lately, I'm having a hard time. <laughs> You'd think I'd have time to sit down and read, but I just don't even think about it. Uh, and uh, But I had to give myself permission to put a book down if it wasn't doing it for me. I, I rarely, I'm, I'm definitely a completionist. Yeah, it's hard. And so I'm like, no, yeah. I must power through. This is this is some sort of moral decision that I'm, I'm like, no, I am fucking reading this to have a good time. So if I'm not having a good time, <laughs> put I'm it down stop. and yeah. pick something up. But uh, the book I'm reading right now is almost over, so I'm I'm gonna go ahead and finish it. And there might, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna read the the following books. Um, it's a Richard K. Morgan book. It's a high fantasy book. I, I'd read his uh, Takeshi Kovacs books and vaguely remember them. I mean, there's a lot of violence. There's a lot of sex. There's a lot of you know uh people being uh-huh. shitty to each other. So it's like, ugh, can we have? I want it like Animal Crossing, where everyone's sweet to each other. So I need to right. find. <laughs> I need to find something a little less heavy. A happy world. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's 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 it's. I feel that way. So like like I don't. I'm. I listen to or talk to people who like watch movies, and I'm like, I I it just in general I don't enjoy movies because it takes me a while to get into it, and then I have a really difficult time detaching myself emotionally from things in mm-hmm. in movies like uh you know some people watch i think i've mentioned this before some people can watch a football game you know their team lose a football game and they're devastated for a week i i, I could care less if my mm-hmm. team loses but <laughs> if i watch a sad movie it takes me four days to recover like i'm in the pits emotionally and can't come out of it yeah um, i remember so, seeing less than so zero I, and being just devastated by it coming out of the theater do you remember that did you ever see that oh anyway, i, I don't 80s. think i've seen that no 
anyway, okay, well, yeah, sorry. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't grow up with a lot of that. Well, no. So, so I, what I am doing is I have a TV show that's lighthearted, that's stupid, that's funny, and I'm watching a lot of that. It's it's Letterkenny on uh, Hulu. Oh, I've if heard you haven't heard of that, good. Uh, I've heard that's good. I have a friend who suggested it to me, and I'm I'm very entertained by it. But what's so so? Um, besides the the few things you've mentioned, what else are you doing that's keeping you sane right now? Well, I've been doing a little cooking. Um, uh, as everyone else, I have cooking? finally I have finally started to cultivate a sourdough starter, but I have been too gun shy to actually bake bread out of it yet. I've made a bunch of other things like crackers and pizza dough and and so forth, uh, waffles. But uh, yeah, what's, I, what's the gun shyness with the bread? I don't know. I've, I've never Just... really made super good bread in the past. I've had reasonable good luck with um, the no need recipes, but I don't know. It just seems like, for one thing, I'm not making bread with white flour, which is what everyone else is primarily doing. And that makes it a lot easier. Pro, uh, all, all purpose flour is, is set up to make it a lot easier to be successful. I'm using uh, whole grain flours from a local mill. I, I joined a grain CSA. That's something you can do out here in rural Washington, Western Washington has joined a CSA for just grains. Uh, and so as a result, my results are different. And I'm worried that I'm just going to be like, Mer, I'm going to waste a bunch of uh, a flour on a really crappy loaf of bread. But I'll get onto it. I'll do it at some point. Um, what else? So, so Not a lot. Is it Datsum? What's the... There's a, there's a bread... I've got a bread book, and I will send mm. you this page, but about a special kind of book. I think it's called Dasim. I know I'm saying it wrong. Dasim. I don't know. Anyways, it's a, um, it's a, it's like a sourdough that mm. uh, you just constantly feed, constantly knead. It's it's whole wheat completely, mm. uh, and they say. It's, it just simply doesn't work unless you have flour from, you know, a local place that you know is organic and has never had pesticides touch it. For whatever reason, even just the slightest bit of pesticides kills the yeast in this kind of bread. But everyone who has it, uh, and my aunt and uncle made it for a long time, and, you know, the book talks about every baker who's ever made it is like, no, this is the pinnacle of bread. And it's it's once you get the hang of it, and it takes a little getting the hang of, mm-hmm. it's apparently the most delightful thing ever, and it's completely whole wheat so sure um, i'd love to take a look I don't know, at i'll that. look that up and share it with you yeah my but, starter uh, seems okay, pretty so happy but we'll see <laughs> someday i'll make okay, bread okay um so yeah, sourdough and what else uh i have surprisingly i've cut way back on twitter and facebook although i was never really much into facebook uh just because it is all about the thing that i already know is real uh so hmm, i'm I guess I'm watching my uh, husband play a lot of Animal Crossing and XCOM. <laughs> but other than that, yeah. I feel like a day blows by really fast. And at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I wasted another day. And then I think, oh, yeah. what's the point? You know, I got to I gotta kick myself. I got to kick my own butt and get out of this, this rut. Uh, and I think that some yeah. of it is really because I feel the lack of ability to plan for things. Um where uh yeah. yeah we're we're in this like every day is like the next day the only thing that's different is the container ships going by and the weather so i pay yeah. a lot of attention to those things but yeah i don't know um i don't have a lot of hopeful uh a lot of hopeful um recommendations other than what well, used to work for me is planning for the future i'm a planner sure well, what I mean, are you eating anything that's bringing you delight besides the waffles and such that you're making? Are you ordering food in from anything that's just really particularly exciting right now? 
well, not exactly. There, so we're we're ordering takeout every other day to try and maintain uh, some of these restaurants near near us. Uh, and some of them aren't very good. Uh, so, and they're certainly not very good at doing takeout. So yeah. we're just like, uh, you know, uh, I would rather cook my, cook my own food, um, most of the time. So no, that's not doing a whole lot for us. I, we did get a, a really nice, uh, present from a local restaurant and bar that I have been buying bottles from. They're selling the bottles from their bar yeah. to try and stay afloat as well. And we had gotten rid of a lot of our alcohol before moving, so I'm building back up our bar with things that you can't buy from around here. And they sent us a little box that was like, thanks, with a bunch of mixers and, and little bottles of bourbon and stuff in it. That was a moment of joy. Cool. Like, hey, someone is noticing that we're, you know, that we're trying to help. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. So I, a lot of what is bugging me now that I think about it uh, is I'm, I'd like to get out in the community and like work at the food bank and go yeah. help with stuff. And I... I'm afraid to do that. I did go to the food bank and yeah. work there the first couple of weeks this was going down. And mm-hmm. then my mom died and I was like, wait a minute, I am, I'm being unreasonable here. I am being unsafe to myself. If, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if I'm out in this and I catch it, I'm probably going to die. I came really yeah. close to dying of, uh, of, um, you know, the H1N1 about 10 years ago. And so I'm yeah. more scared maybe than I realize. And that's that's something that's bugging me is the, the inability to get involved in my community. I can donate money. I can, you know, help in some ways, but physically being there to do things, I can't do that right now. So Oh, yeah. I mean that's that's a huge part of my frustration is that you know, the the lines between work and friends are very blurred for me in a lot mm-hmm. of the community in Denver. You know, I'm very involved in the tech community. Uh I attend meetups, I host meetups, I, you know, meet people for lunch regularly and I'm involved in these people's lives and I know what's going on in their marriage and with their kids and what's working at school and who's sick and who's not and what's succeeding in their company and what's not and I can't on a Zoom call, I can't connect with people over those same things. And yeah. uh, it's just different. And that's what I'm missing more than anything is like just being involved in these people's lives. And, uh, you know, particularly at a big event where I can walk around and connect with 40 people in a two-hour event, right? And and I'm missing that a lot. But um, mm-hmm. it's a little different than the way you're describing it. But same same kind of – I miss sure. the community. I mean, sure. we're and built to be in community. Know- you're also the source of the great majority of the guests for our show. So we're, you know, we're suffering in that regard because you're not able to talk to people about letting us pepper them with questions. I love doing this show. I really do. I love to learn about the people that we talk to and where they came from. And we're lacking in that as well. We need to, you know, we need to find some folks who want to talk about how things are not okay right now. People aren't really feeling able to talk about it. I, I get it though. I get people are, they're leaders. They're trying to keep their shit together. They don't want to be vulnerable. Yep. Who knows where this is going to go? People don't want to make predictions. Uh, I yep. get it, but we want to talk to you. Well, <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. So if, if you're out there, reach out. If you're out there, uh, yeah. Give us a call. Um, no, so uh, the, actually, so what, what this reminds me of, your your comment about the the restaurants and, you know, buying off their bar and such too is interesting. So this this last weekend... Um, we were talking about getting pizza and there's this place up 
the mountains. So it's only about 20 minutes from us in a little town called Idaho Springs. And Idaho Springs is one of the first like big minor towns in Colorado. It's, it's, it's weird, old, you know, some of it's really interesting. Some of it's really terrible history. Uh, but you know, this, this old gold mining town that's really close to Denver in this deep valley. And there's a pizza place there called Bojo's. And it's super famous in Colorado because it's in this really old building. It's slowly grown everything in it. It's like wooden and ancient. And I mean, it's a really, really, really cool environment. And the pizza is really good. But at the end of the day, it's just pizza. And you go there for the environment. You don't go there, you know, like, and they have curbside pickup. But it's like, I don't really want to go pick up yeah. Joe's pizza. Because, like, it's just not, it's a long ways to go to pick up pizza. And then, you know, you can't sit in there and have a bar, a beer from the next door brewery. And you can't, you know, like, all the things that make it delightful. And it's right. just like, ugh, it's such a bummer to, to lose all these little things. Yeah, but, that is exactly right about the places that we like to go to eat here. It's partly about being there. And that's not happening at the moment. Yeah. And I, I, even if they were to open up, you know, the, initially they were like, we're going to be at 50%, you know, capacity. People are going to, we're going to move all the tables right. apart. In that, the restaurant that I was just talking about, they sent us a little gift box. Uh, when you go to pick up the food there, you can see they still have all their tables just set up like twice as far apart as they used to be. And I'm like, oh, this is yep. never going to happen again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Even if they were able to open now, I'm like, uh, I'm just going to keep getting takeout. Okay. That's yeah. all right with you. Mm. Well, and 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 I hear you trying to lead this a little bit back towards leadership, and I'm failing to let you do so. But uh, <laughs> okay. I will say, for me, the priority as as a leader, the way that I'm thinking about it, you know, um, is almost entirely about making sure that I take care of myself well enough to have the capacity to take care of others. Because when I'm low capacity, I snap. There's other, everyone else's low capacity. I need to be extra empathetic. I need to have extra energy for the chaos. And, uh, and I'm doing a reasonable job at that at different times. I would say in the last week, again, I've had way less patience than normal, but, uh, yeah, I'm glad you're aware of that in yourself. So many people are unself-aware and just like, it all comes out and then, uh, and they don't understand the impact of their own, you know, the amount of power they have over people. Uh, and just generally how much strain everyone else is under. Uh, it's important to note that everyone is feeling this strain right now. Um, yeah. Not just you. <laughs> also yeah. your boss, also your employees. Yeah, Everyone yeah. tried. I, I, I had noticed that. I mean, I, I, I think I said this on Twitter the other day. I'm having, I, it's hard to look around and be like, oh, every human is stupid and dumb and deserves to die. Like we're all, we deserve what's happening to us. I have a lot of very negative feelings about that kind of stuff in general. And I try to control that in myself because it does nobody any good. Yeah. Uh, and I include myself in these things, of course. It's like, oh, we're just another plague on the earth. Let's get it over with. Um, mm-hmm. But that is not helpful to anybody. Uh, it is it is way more helpful to just think I could be kind to other people. I could give them more credit than I'm giving myself, <laughs> or at least as much yeah. credit as I'm giving myself. Uh, to be gentle with myself, I should be gentle with everyone else as well. It just, even if you don't buy into the whole like you know, moral uh, obligation of being kind to people, it's generally just good for you. It's good for everybody involved if people are kinder. You don't have yeah. to be religious. You don't have to be a particular way to see a value in doing that. Uh, even if it is, you know, selfish, ultimately, 
Although if you want to be religious, go knock on people's doors and then be kind, you know, just, just knock on everyone's door and be, Hey, it's coronavirus time. I'm just here to knock on your door and see how close I can get. And breathe Um, in your face. Yeah. I'm being facetious for clarity. There were, there were solicitors coming down our street just the other day, which I thought was really interesting. Are you Uh, kidding me? Oh, no, no. That was interesting. Man, we sit in the house and the door when like, uh, some, the mail, the the mail carrier knocks on the door or something. We're just like, Oh, what is it? Who is here? You know, yeah. is this danger? Right. Danger from outside? Like it's 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 startling, right? Are you noticing if you see, if you watch a, a TV show and people are hugging and you're like, oh, oh, they shouldn't be doing that. Oh I have yeah, yeah, yeah. Already knee jerk reaction to like, that ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, I heard something that said, who wants to watch TV? It's becoming so unrelatable. Uh, you know, people hanging out in crowds and touching. Yeah. And, uh, yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, true. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah. try, if we, we try to bring it back to leadership and you're talking about taking care of yourself so that you can take care you know, it's the oxygen mask on yourself before, right. uh, before your, your co-travelers. I'm going to eat delicious things. I'm going to go mountain bike a little bit more. I'm going to keep running. I'm going to play with my dog who, uh, you know, I did get a dog. I don't know if we announced yeah. that recently. So just, just, a, just a few weeks back. I think we're coming up on four weeks on Thursday is four weeks. And he's uh, he mostly drives us crazy all morning. And then he's delightful all afternoon. There's I wonder if he's teething or something. He just kind of loses his mind all morning and then seems to calm down but he's pretty but in delightful general, in general out? So. okay that's he's good. very very trainable he's the right size little 35 pound australian shepherd and uh he's he's pretty sweet it's about a year old eight, 14 months old yeah, uh, a lot think. of people are getting pets at the moment to kind of have something oh, was- to pay attention to it was hard to get one uh, because mm-hmm. at, I, I think we applied to probably 15 adoption agencies before. We wow. Were, because was, there was that much demand. Sometimes a dog would go up online and there'd be 200 applications in an hour. Uh, this is way harder than adopting down. kids. Oh, it's like. crazy. Yeah. When they say <laughs> no to us, we're all, when they, when, cause we've been rejected from a few places and we're always like, would they let us adopt children? They won't let us adopt a dog. Uh, I think some of it is we have four kids and they're like, no, this dog will not That's do way good too in, many uh, kids. In that environment. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. you know, maybe they're right. So we, we got a great dog. We did good. Uh, he's a awesome. sweetheart. And, What's uh, the dog's name? He comes in and snuggles me. We named him Honk, like the honk. noise that a goose makes. Yep. I see. Is this, honk, honk, is this honk. not related to the terrible goose game? So we don't play terrible goose game. And, and my daughter's the one who came up with the name and she has no idea how much this is a part of the current zeitgeist. Uh, but uh, it was, it was funny when she proposed it, I got on board pretty quick because I love that name. Um, and my wife was initially like, this is this is a terrible idea. And then somebody pointed out that um, you can picture, you know, all of my children are coming up on teenage years in the next few years. And uh, imagine teenagers out at a park just yelling, honk, honk, honk. <laughs> and so, uh, that was the thing that pushed her over the top to being excited about it. So, well, Has anyone uh, called him honky yet? Because that seems like a bad honky, path to go down. Honky, <laughs> honkster. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even think about that. Sir Honkington Hogglebutts right. of the third yeah, of New Honkatonia. Yeah. You yeah. end up with all the pet names real quick, so totally. Oh, uh, yay! I wish we could have a pet sometimes, but I also have, you know, we have serious allergy problems, and also I just don't want to clean up another animal's poop. I just don't. So you know, one nice thing about this dog, he doesn't poop in our backyard. He only poops when you take him on a walk. Wow, uh, that's impressive. It's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, you, it means you got to pick up poop every single time you go on a walk, but it, the the yard doesn't fill up with poop, which is nice for my kids and that's the lawnmower. Super handy. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You know, 
a little bit. I've never personally mowed a lawn. I have no idea, but that sounds like it could go very poorly. Uh, my sons do most of it these days, but uh, oh, that's how it's supposed to work, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. We don't have a lawn at this new house. We have a lot of little flower beds. Uh, there's a garden all the way around it, but it's pretty small. The house takes up a pretty big footprint of this piece of land, but there's so many trees. Oh, one thing I am doing that's enjoyable that I'm getting a lot of delight out of. Oh, I should have said this earlier. Uh, we hung up a, hum a hummingbird feeder and there are billions oh. of hummingbirds and they are all yeah. adorable. So I do sit yeah. out there and watch them buzz each other and fight and run around. It's super cute. So we have a number of, I think it's called hummingbird mint or there's, there's a whole bunch. We've got a number of these, uh, Russian sage or my, uh, my wife cares very much about the garden and I try to help, but, but cannot for the life of me the remember the of name things. of a single plant. Yeah. Uh, anyways, but they, they do attract a lot of hummingbirds and every year we have a, we have a, when you're sitting on the front porch, they'll just fly up and look right at you and fly mm -hmm. away. And it, there's something, there's something unusual about a hummingbird in particular that is just delightful to look at. I think it's it is. how fast they go. Yeah. But, they're uh, blurry wings. It's really great. And so, yeah, yeah I started actually, I've become, I'm becoming that person looking up the pictures being like, what kind of hummingbird is this? Nice. Uh, yeah. Nice. I, I turned yeah. 50. I suppose I immediately become a bird watcher at this point. Like that's. <laughs> I think that's how that works. Either you get a cane and you sit on the front porch and you yell at children, which is my goal, or you get into birds. But okay. it, it's definitely one of the two. I think those are the two options. I mean, can I do um, both? I do kind of like the idea of yelling at children. <laughs> I, I don't see why not. You I'm an well overachiever. I think I can do both. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, we should man. probably wrap up for time's sake, but I am going to hit up a Popeye's probably today for lunch because that ah, sandwich still brings right. me delight, even though this I feel miserable all afternoon. show is not sponsored by Popeye's. Uh, not <laughs> sponsored by Popeye's. And, uh, mm. and maybe I'll get on a mountain bike this afternoon, but uh, I'm looking what forward are we getting to it. Today? So. We are going to order from the Whiskey Mill. They have poutine, but I don't think it travels nice. very well. So we'll see. Yeah, that's a thing that doesn't travel that great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. Uh, perhaps I will have a report on takeout poutine for you next time. Traveled gravy. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yeah, I guess uh, the only advice I have for anyone is to try and find the things that delight you. And I guess for me, it's looking at tiny, tiny birds right now. And for me, it's still food and mountain trails. Happy Popeyes. Happy, happy Popeyes. Well, thanks, Rachel. It's good to catch up. We'll find a guest here eventually as soon as I have the wherewithal to go hassle people. <laughs> <laughs>